Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Roker Report podcast. 73 is a good number. I'm joined by Connor Bromley. Hello. How are you doing? Been looking forward to getting started. Lots of good questions. Been with your old ace, sick of the side of you. Not really. I didn't see that much today. That's enough though, isn't it? Yeah. You're an awesome. <laughs> Gav, how you doing? Alright, just half my eyelashes just came out when I rubbed my face. There. Been a while yeah. since you've been on. Not bad, eh? Been playing all playing all. Wearing a nice all green right. shirt. Green yeah, shirt. Yeah, summer in it. Go wear me green work shirts. <laughs> Tits out. Yep. Gav the McCain sorry fucking Gav the McCain train Alex the McCain train <laughs> Alex the McCain train yep yeah, that's me I'm, I'm not too bad I'll, I'll jump to go with a question there how are you I'm alright I'm not too Tremendous. bad I'm the first to ask you how you've been out of the three of us I know it's been a while like no, nobody cares I was too bit, we lack the compassion clearly in the Roker Report studio yeah yeah I'm, I'm just tired because of like uni work so a bit stressful Connor because he's got no life had his done about six months ago Whereas I'm oh, a you're one of those, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, he's one of those. No, he's one of those. He's one, he's of, one of those. those like messenger at like seven o'clock on a Friday night saying, "Have you done this?" No, I fucking Aye. haven't. It's seven o'clock on a Friday night. I'll do all in this exam. Gets in his <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. He's just jealous that I've got a week of relaxing and he's going to sit there panicking about his uni work. But to be fair, I'm so who's the idiot here? Eh? It's well, you. you. I haven't got. Well, who's got the, me? Who's got the social life here? I've got a girlfriend. What else do I need? Well, well. Mike drop. Before we start as well, <laughs> we got told off like after the show last week from a couple of people on Twitter. For what? For, oh, for, for, for having banter. For having banter? Less banter, more football. Oh, go and watch Sky fucking Sports if you want football <laughs> analysis. Well, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed last week. Let's mix it up. To be I, fair, I've been, been thinking about like every time I look at a biscuit, I'm. <laughs> oh, that went down well. No, that was, that we was got disgusting. a million tweets about that. Literally, everybody who tweeted us was like, I'm never looking at a biscuit in the same way. Yeah, that's a that. fantastic debut contribution from Paddy. Oh, Paddy was superb, actually. Paddy was like really smooth in the studio. He was really, he was really good. No, he was. No, he was good. Sheeran, I lad. enjoyed him. <laughs> I, I, what was that? Was Gary Burrell said said that you look like Josie Altador? He was Ed Sheeran. What was that? <laughs> John like Lennon Josie with, me, with me, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he just photoshopped all your head. No, I think yeah. he does yeah. look like a white Josie Altador. Do good enough. Well, you looked American, but Josie's a bit of a jump. I think he does look American all of the time, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Let's what, go, Giants. Do you remember Why when you used to have a picture on like MS Paint? You used to reverse the colours. <laughs> that's you did you yeah. ever used to do that no. are you looking that's funny for because I, I don't understand yeah. like yeah. how right now I was too busy doing his work in school to, to fuck around with oh, his oh, you used to like highlight what you wanted to do and then it used to let you reverse the colours oh no I never did that no I've still oh. got paint is it my as well paint yeah I've still got paint childhood I can do that 
That's right. Well, we're going to have like um, a bit of a QA and a show. Press conference. I kind of put a tweet out and we've got loads of responses. So we're just going to kind of sit through and um, and mull over your thoughts and, and answer some questions best we can. 50 odd of them, I think, wasn't it? Uh, 50 thoughts, I see. Actually, uh, funny enough, just before we start, somebody... Fucking interrupt a little I know. Somebody messaged us asking if we could do an academy special where we talk about all the young players. I we tried to write that over Christmas, didn't we? And just didn't... Well, it didn't happen because like everyone was because I was like time. the only one encouraging people to do it. Aye, but no, that'll be good. Yeah, maybe do I that next week. Be a good eh? idea. If no else happens on the takeover manager front, we could maybe. I'm, I'm out next in. week. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep all weekend. So somebody else gonna. Well, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll Brom, be here next time week. Is now. So, yeah. Let's the, step up. Step the step only Sunderland pod still running through the summer. Oh, we actually seriously. Well, we'd, well, we can't, last week we were like, oh, it's the last episode of the season, and we're back this week, so. Well, well this is go. next season. And then, this is the 2018-19. Can't stay away, clearly. Just for people listening, we've got a schedule for the World Cup, so I we're gonna we're gonna news. record around the England games. So we're gonna do one just after the. We'll be right friendlies. here in the studio following the one-one draw with Panama yeah. and Tunisia, respectively. Uh, we'll we'll <laughs> um, do three podcasts. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stay away because I'm not an England fan, I'm so <sighs> I, mean, get, I get me talking. I'm, we- I'm Welsh singing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in fact, I'm coming if they lose. No, Probably, you're gonna, were you or were you not born in Hendon? I uh, was, but um, but that's right. irrelevant. Really. So it's a bit like Mick McCarthy <laughs> being Irish. Yeah. Well, Mick McCarthy's really Irish. What you know, he's got a really broad Irish accent. Mick, <laughs> oh, I can't argue with that. To be fair, it's from Barnsley. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I got ridiculed. So but, don't do it again. It was cringy. Like bloody rumours on internet. You're really good at accents, you. Bloody rumours. That's I won't be picking bloody cards. <laughs> do, do the um, the X Factor one was the best, better one. <laughs> I can't no people have heard that can't do yeah, it. I feel like it needs the right context that one really yeah, it's an in raw voice so we've already either. introduced ourselves yeah. right Graham Field question um, assuming the takeover goes through what transfer budget do you think the new manager will be given to get out of League One we'll go with a McCain train I think given what we know about um, uh, Stuart Donald's finances and the back end he'll receive should the takeover go through I'd imagine we'd have something in the range of two, three, four million. I'm going to say th- three million would be my, my my guesstimate, but I don't really think that's a problem at all. I think for a budget like ours, no, too much. I don't know. No, I actually think too little. I think too little. Yeah, I think it it kind of all ties in with a, who's going to be the manager and what the budget's mm-hmm. going to be. I think, I think whatever the manager receives this summer will be a statement. So it'll be like we're the new owners and we're back my manager. Maybe over time it'll drop off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just think initially mm-hmm. that there will be investment because. That tends to be what happens when you own us, isn't it? They'll but come they'll in and they'll excite their, the fans, won't they? Yeah, and they yeah. want to throw their weight about. And they want to, they want to make a statement, which mm. when when it comes to the manager, I'm sure we'll get questions about managers eventually. But I hope they, do it, it, I hope they do it efficiently, though. Yeah. No, oh, God of the days of Bain's efficiency. I think really, though, with <laughs> three million, like for a, for a League One budget, I think you're looking at double of last mm. year's record budget in League One. So really, I think you'd make a statement with three million. I don't know if it no, was. It, I didn't dare... Uh, Blackburn spend like two, three million on Bradley Dack. No, seven fifty. Was it? I know. I know. I remember hearing a thing that our what we spent was only eclipsed by two teams in League One, which was Blackburn and Wigan. No. Yeah. So I think we'll make a, a statement striker signing. I looked at like Grant Holt and Ricky Lambert back in the day. They were their statement signings at Southampton and Norwich. And I think we'll make a statement striker sign. I've got no idea who it'll be. I want that Couldn't big Kiefer Moore, that big six-six shit house. I front. want Akin Fen with me. 
Oh, also a fantastic one. I think oh, Kiefer Moo is like more of the like the, the less jokey sort of signing than Akin Fenma would be. No, Akin Fenma has no joke. Tell you what, he will score goals next season, even yep. at 37 or whatever he is. No, he's only 29. I looked the other no, day. No, he's not. I'm sure he's, he's only 29. He cannot be 29. Yeah, somebody, I'm sure he's, he's been around for Wikipedia, young, Honestly, Fenway. maybe I was looking at the outdated page, but I'm sure he's You were looking at his Wikipedia. He's in his 35. No, he can't be. Definitely is. Hasn't he got his own image rights? I'm on Wiki. Uh, How old is he? Done. 36. Is he 36. fucking hell? On the 10th of... God, he's aged well. Right, it's like 21. Yeah, it, was his, <laughs> it was his birthday last Wednesday. He's aged well, hasn't he? It was his birthday last Wednesday, so he turned 36 last Wednesday. He's a battering round. Have you seen his goal scoring record in the lower leagues? It's ridiculous. Six exceptions. Like, he, he had a really shit spell somewhere, though, didn't he? Not kind of well, doing League One. No. Most players no, do. No, no, he didn't. He, he, he had two spells at Gillingham where he got 10 goals and 11 goals in a season. So that's not bad. But that was sandwiched either side of a spell at Northampton where he got 34 and 80. Then between 2014 and 2016, 83 appearances, 19 goals. Wickham, he scored 30 goals in 82 games. Anyways. <laughs> I, but I... You digress. I, but in terms of, yeah, in terms of the budget, I, I actually think we're going to get a pretty sizable budget for that league. I'm not so. expecting anything ridiculous, but I just think that when you take into account the amount of players we need... The amount of money we will make money back from player sales. I know a lot of that will probably go to servicing old debts and legacy payments and whatever else. But I just think wasn't there even a there's not many League One teams have sold a Wabi Kazri as a no for no, instance he's going to make us a little little bit of money. Barini the deals in place isn't it? Yeah, I think that's before yeah. just over four Chua million. Lens as well was rumored to be going yeah, to was it gone, Besiktas that's for seven. No, it's gone. It's gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, they, they, uh, months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They they took up. Didn't that was all done a bit quietly. Somebody, didn't somebody try and buy Brittany like in January but couldn't Torino no no well the the rumours over in Italy are that uh, because he, he doesn't play much under Gattuso but they haven't finished well so the I think they can't finish high in sixth or low in mm. sixth um, I don't know if the season's finished yet but that wasn't can't finish the high in sixth or low so they're finishing sixth yeah that's what I'm they're saying they're probably a second club <laughs> the Wanderer at Milan but, so chances yeah, are Gattuso I mean. will go um, but I mean they're obliged to sign Barini it's not the same as like Gillibodji's deal or Ndongs they are obliged to sign him so he is their player but there was rumours in their media that um, they were going to sell him straight on there was one rumour linking him to Juventus as part of a deal for Mandzukic God imagine um, but uh, Barini and Turin Italian tra- Italian no. Italian trans- Italian I can't say Italian dilly dilly good job then Italian the transfers are weird so I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't there mm. uh, well done AC you've just been Alvarezed <laughs> Michael Bowers asks the fucking most ridiculous question I've ever heard in my life which Chips. is chips with gravy or curry gravy like is that's why is that even a question that's not ridiculous it's obviously curry wait what what <laughs> It's got yeah. gravy. Depends what mood I'm in. Mean, like, from the from, north, right from now. the north, from the chippy, chippy definitely curry. Uh, that's yeah. chips up gravy shit, but the yeah, curry is right. done yeah. online. We'll make our own podcast, and I they can have their chips and shitty curry podcast. Oh, right. we'll, we'll have chips. And I'm so probably maybe, maybe I've been harsh on Michael Bowers. Maybe the the, no, the, the need for curry is more um, widespread than I thought. Hang on, we've got Reese Benson here. Says, would you rather be a George Honeyman sized Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal sized George Honeyman we'll go to the McCain train that's class that's that like philosophy thing that you're in <laughs> right so I don't want to be a 5'8 Shaquille O'Neal or a 7 foot George Honeyman essentially yeah, yeah. 
I want to be a seven foot George Honeyman. Like, the only really? aspect of Honeyman's game that he lacks really is his physicality, I think. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be a man. He'd be like Papa Booba Diop. I was going to say, if you, stretch, if you stretch him out, if you yeah, stretch but, George Honeyman out, he's going to be all skinny. Yeah, but in, like, in my uh, mind, he's not as much elongated as he is, just like stacked. So, like, mm. I'm just imagining this, like, superhuman George Honeyman just shattered like, his ridiculous s- mind. Aye, and he's, like, but he can't move, so then you've got the fact of that in. He fought some boxer, didn't he? Some, like, middleweight boxer, professional boxer. I remember turning up to WrestleMania once. And faced off with a big show. I remember having sent the, over the top rope. I remember having a game on Sega Mega Drive, Shaquille O'Neal's uh, whatever. What was what, it called? Kung Fu or something like that. What would be the point having a George Honeyman Shaq size Shaquille? Shaquille. 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 That's Shaquille. Like, Shaquille. There would be no point having a Shaquille O'Neal that's the size of George Honeyman. Nah, you wouldn't be very good at basketball. Would you? If you built like uh, <laughs> Zac Efron's character on High School Musical, where he's like tiny but really I've good at seen it. Don't lie, you haven't seen High School Musical. Who's pretending they haven't seen High School Musical? Everybody haven't. You must have been like eighteen as well when that came out. You've got a girlfriend. You've definitely watched it. I've seen Twilight. That's why I've watched. Oh right, okay. I'm not sure who to disagree with here. Like I want to disagree with both, but I feel like we all definitely saw it, and none of us should pretend we didn't. I honestly haven't seen Cards on Table. Welcome to the High School Musical Denial Podcast. The problem with these fifty odd questions is, all the questions so far we've went on massive tangents, which is good. Mickey Love says, "What's the capital of Peru?" It's Lima. Lima. That would go. I answered that without Google. Graham Field says, "Promotion or check a trade trophy? Fucking both, man." Aye. Can you? How good would it be? Win at Wembley though, like I've just I've said this, like not just not just relating to, because even if we went up for the playoffs, it'd be moving. I've never seen someone win at Wembley. I've been like twice, been so once. sorry, I've only been twice. I've been once. I was yeah. there ninety eight, and I was there obviously in twenty fourteen. But there's a lot of lot. Of, well, people in my dad's age, like people in their late fifties, sixties, who've never seen us when I went. People like who, who never, well, people who never went to seventy three, who mm. maybe were alive but very young. Like no, it would just be good to see us win at Wembley, even if it is just the playoffs. So I'm torn the on way, that. Like, the way football's going, it's probably our only shot to win at Wembley. Promotion, well. promotion through the playoffs would be, be my Fulham Stadium in a few years. Right. Right. As a compromise, I'd take winning the Checker Trade Trophy, finishing what high up in League One, then just winning League One next year. You know, that'd really? be alright with me. Yeah, would you? Ah, you know, n- not an immediate bounce back, but you know, get a win at Wembley, then ah, get your promotion next really season. Like, Can you imagine the mags? The mags. Uh, uh, it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. We didn't, well, they played at Tottenham. Anyway, I digress. Graham Field, again, would Catamull dominate midfield in League One? He couldn't dominate my nan, I don't think. No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Couldn't tackle a good fish supper, Catamull. The thing, thing is, with people don't really understand where League One, if you haven't watched it a lot, is that the need to be physical is mm. greater than the championship. There are still so. quite a few technical teams in the championship. And you know, depending on who you like, we've we done quite well against the technical sides this year. But dropping into League One, it's just hustle and bustle. You know, we're going to have to sign players who can deal with that. Catamol is a shadow of him former of his former self. He doesn't oh, tackle yeah. anymore. He, I mean, any anybody with pace runs at him. He's gone because he just sticks his hand up instead of trying to actually put a foot in. So I, I know I actually think it'd be just as ineffective if worse. I think we need to move on. I don't. I don't believe he's part of. This rotten core dressing room stigma thing, but I just think it's like it's time now, and it like uh, we just need to part ways. It's just gone on too long. On, way on that, right? I, I had this. I brought this up on Twitter the other day. This rotten core thing and like whatever it means, right? I just think you got to take the words away. Rotten core, whatever. The leaders in the dressing room at Sunderland have been the same for so long now. It just, just, it just needs to change. It doesn't matter. There might be nice people. Mm. There might actually be good influences in the eyes of some people around the place. I just think like. It's just time now to have a clean sweep right the way through the club. Yeah. And him and o- him and O'Shea have been there that long now. They've been through so many managers and so many disappointments. I don't understand how like 
they've, they've been so accustomed to failure. How how can they be then the leaders of a team that wins every mm. week? I don't mm. understand it. If anything, it's it's going to be nice to have this complete reset button where like we won't have this wild conspiracy theory trotted out every time we lose. Mm. I think maybe rotten cause probably quite like a cynical way to just look at what is a losing mentality and that's ingrained mm. largely in Catamol and O'Shea yeah. who like you say have been through loads of managers who've seen far more losses than wins and have been relegated twice in two successive years yeah. so really the you know for better or worse of them as people the symbolic of failure and they've just got to go on the basis of that but yeah good good summary I think mm. you've got to look at one you, people don't like bringing up Newcastle but you do have to look at what they did they went down from the Premier League the binned Taylor and Colaccini, who were the captain and vice captain. Jonas went as well. And yeah, before. all all the big yeah. characters in the dressing room left. Tim, even like the likes of Tim Krull, who you thought yeah, would you yeah. would have stuck around. Yeah, all all those big characters left, and they stuck the armband on Lascelles. Totally changed the mentality around the place. There was a fresh, youthful mm. feel about Newcastle, the, and they did well to get promoted. And they've had a good season this year. And I think a lot of that's down to just the change in mentality in the dressing room. And they've got two Nando's. Yeah, and, and an airport. Mm-hmm. Shit, forgot about that. No, and apparently it is actually not in Northumberland. So no. well, people keep saying that because I used to argue that. Pontyland. It's in Woolsington. I've I've just not. I'm reading through these questions, here, Connor, and you just answered them all personally anyway. So I don't know why <laughs> people aren't going to listen because I you've haven't. answered the fucking questions. No, I haven't. World Cup. Does anybody care? Yes, it's football. <coughs> yeah, but what's your thoughts on, on what's on, what's your thoughts on the Findus crispy pancake? I had Google that. I mean, no other way. No, mate. No. I used to like them back when I was a kid. Like, I've never had one. Just basically like. Never had pancake in a packet type thing. Frozen pancakes. Ah, yeah, yes, like oh, them like pot them pot like yeah, rolled mint. up ones. Oh, yeah, 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 mint yeah. and onion mint pancakes. Oh dear. Mint mint and ling ling. Oh, I was thinking about the chocolate ones. Oh, we've got a good one here, which will be nice to do on the um, subject of our uh, friendly neighbours up the road. Tom says psychoanalysis of Michael Martin. Oh, I'll have, wait. No, not this one. There's another Michael Martin one that I'll have later though. All oh, right. Okay. Is it? Um, <laughs> psychoanalysis. I don't know. Most Strange, of us, most of us have friends who are Newcastle fans, right? Like my most of my mates are Newcastle fans, and we're like really good friends. Got everything in common, and then it comes to football, and I just hate them. Like they're like, awful, aren't they? Oh, awful! And I just think it's this ingrained thing in a Newcastle fan, which is instantly dislikable. The the can't help but talk about Sunderland. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I actually tweeted about him the other day and said just ignore him because all he want he's actually feeding off people tweeting him and messaging him. It's it's back. Um, I remember being at work on the last Sunday, so bank holiday. Bearing in mind everyone's out the sun was Scorchio as well. Goes on Twitter and he's posting like articles about Sunderland's finance. Bank holiday Monday, you got kids, uh, haven't you? Uh, you can imagine a man just like shut away in his house typing away about Sunderland's but finances the while is, the rest of the world carries on with what is drink a, a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a business, though, isn't it? I mean, he's probably getting. 50,000 clicks off that article. Yeah, he's not thick like... He's He's got so many Sunderland fans that'll click on his page every day to get angry. It'll read the stuff and get angry about it and that's what he feeds off. Mind, I think he's... uh, I think he's always been like that before those days. Like, I think he's just a bit of a mad troll, like... Well, uh, and such like. You think he had Colton on his podcast the other day? He did, I, I saw that. I don't know if he actually... Is he, it's is he it's a True Faith podcast, so I, I don't know how much yeah. Michael Martin has to do with it. I thought Michael Martin like owned True Faith. I don't know. I don't know much about him. Honestly, I, try, I, I just try yeah, to... Like, I do as well. I just think he's a tool, and I don't I don't know why anybody entertains him, really. Mm. I saw the Sun on the network giving him a bit jip, and... That, that was good, actually. Yeah, and it. I was just like... Well, and it was good, but like at the same time, I just think, like, just stop giving him a platform. Like, you're co-tweeting him and everyone's seeing what he's putting the publicity of oxygen, mm. oxygen of publicity I have said it many times like but I'd I'd hate to be a mag and want a decent fanzine in fairness when you feel like Michael Martin the mag the mag another one I mean if anybody clicks on the news now and can't say I read, read the Sunderland mag, like. articles the 
at least once a week the, the post and stuff about Sunderland and I think what, what's your we, problem we never on Rogue Report have anything I think we've maybe in the last three four years maybe a couple of articles I think I can yeah. remember once when they got relegated but we relegated them so why wouldn't you and I think Alex recently did kind of a psychoanalysis of why they're being yeah. so fucking ranged when they're doing quite well mid-table I, I can't good say season. it was entirely not ironic so <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, yeah. What, uh, we've got a, uh, a topic for Grandad Al here from Grandad Al do you think Jack Rodwell should be offered a new and improved contract when the present one expires then he puts what? dot 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 Arit Arit was only kidding I meant Loa Loa uh, no 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 not all I think he was being ironic there well yeah. Lo- <laughs> Rodwell yeah Loa Loa still no that's a very clear no for me I mean we're, you... we're in this mess now because we've handed contracts and opportunities to players that have fundamental flaws like the one Lawala has got as in he, he can't stay fit can't physically move yeah. without injuring himself yeah. I, mean, I just thought it was hilarious how like, even finally starting the last game of the season and he gets injured in the pre-match warm-up you know but can you imagine if he'd put a good show in, show oh. in that game and it would have made all the difference wouldn't it would have but <laughs> I do realise that I can control the Twitter from here. if anybody's uh, wondering what's going on Copley's just taking over Connor's Twitter can you, get off? Can you stop on the controls, it. please? Because you do me in. I... What? <laughs> 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 you just literally typed, I like cock, which to be honest, who cares if I do? I thought you were going to say it's it, to be honest. A... <laughs> I do. Couple of I didn't realize we're a homophobic podcast. Well, James. we're not. I was just merely stating the fact. <laughs> we digress. Next question. We've got like 50 of them. All right, we have. Um, what have we got here? You're just looking at my general mentions now. See, why did we do this on this screen? Because I'm not used to this screen. In the fourth we've one, got, yeah, like. We've got three screens. Uh, and uh, Colin's put us on the one where I have to turn my neck, which is uh, not good. The list of form can picture won... the entire studio based on our description. Yeah, yeah. If we'd won the League Cup in 2014, how do you think we would have fared in Europe? That's from Luke Huggins. That's, that's a good question. That, Ooh, I don't do you have to do qualifying to go through? No, uh, I think we would have. We would have on... No, no, because didn't Hull get to the final of the FA Cup? And they had to go through group stages. I think I, yeah, I remember they, Millwall they... going through. No, but on, on there like qualifying pre, pre qualifiers stuff like that, aye. right? Because if we if we'd have had to have played a qualifier, we would have definitely got beaten off like some team Jobber. from Lithuania or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. some part-time bin men. Do you remember? Didn't Rangers get knocked out last uh, by like Luxembourg's fourth aye, best team yeah, or something? Aye. That, that would have been real. West Ham went out two years in a row with the same team. I remember aye. like a shit team. There's I think probably like... would have done shit, but I also think Sunderland fans would have proper embraced it. Like it would have um, been awesome, and then hopefully uh, we would have got like AC Milan. It's hard. Um, it's hard having that kind of um, early start to the season, though, isn't it? St- clubs have struggled with that. It would be interesting to see how Burnley get on. I remember Stoke really struggling under um, Mark Hughes when they came to this. Not Mark Hughes. Um, Tony Pulis when they got battered at the Stadium Light for them. Uh, they actually mm. had a good run though. They they got knocked out by Valencia, I think. I uh, Swansea got knocked out by Napoli. I want to say. Yeah, and uh, obviously Borough got the final. Donkeys years ago, Fulham got the final. So I mean, who's Fulham's, to say? Fulham against Juventus was a one with them four one. Yeah, who's to say that we couldn't have done the same? I think if we'd won the League Cup, we would have got the final of the UEFA Cup. Why well, not? I'm just trying to think what was the team like that season. So Poyer uh, was manager. Uh, well, signed Al- like Rod- signed like Rodwell. Yeah, Al- Alonso like. went back on loan. We had we got Defoe in the January. Signed Virginia. Uh, no, on but a I'm, perm. I'm just wondering, like the don't, early don't season. Don't get any extra that, money. For I'm it. trying to think what the preseason was like. I think it was pretty unspectacular. We're like we beat Dalton and we drew with like Udinese. Don't we always? We beat Udinese two 0 Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Betis we drew with? Sure, we did. I think we'll be better than Udinese towards the end and like drew nil nil and either won or lost one nil for the rest Aye. of them. I can remember we, we signed Van Anhol that summer. I don't Aye. know, maybe we would have done all right, but it's hard to say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thing is, though, if we'd actually got like an easier draw and won a couple of competitive games, then you never mm. know, could have given a bit of momentum and wouldn't have lost to, and how was it? Who'd lose to at the start of the season? Who'd we play opening day? 
West Brom 2 2. Oh, yeah. Is that when Catamore scored? We just kept drawing at this time. I dropped a bottle of wine all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> we had it on in the front. Was it red? And my mate was like, hey, he scored what I got. And I was like opening the fridge and I slammed the door <laughs> and the wine came flying out all over the floor and smashed oh, everywhere. We loved that block back then. Yeah. Uh, Shorts pulled then. high. Like our aspirations back then. Yep. Not so much anymore. Right. Um, what have we got now? Alex Catcherside says, what three players realistically do you think we should target to get us straight back up? Just, someone asked me the other day that and I just no I actually sat and tried to think about it and it's hard like I was thinking well we're going to need good league one players and, and then you think well, who's the best players in league one two of them come from Peterborough who have got no chance of signing realistically with yeah. the money we're going to have mm. no say so we'll have a competitive budget but Jack Marriott's probably going to go to a top championship team Marcus Madison, Marcus Madison another one we Peter, should have signed him when we had the well Peter Brad transfer listed him on purpose because he's literally stuck on be higher than mm. it is right now things like the top most most productive player in league one last season I didn't they say that he uh, agreed that if they didn't go up he would be allowed yeah to go. that was it yeah he, he sat down with the chairman the summer before and he would, he, they agreed that so the, the thing is those those players are going to go a good side aren't they so and, and then I don't really know enough about it. I think I was I was looking at um I done like a piece for the site about centre forwards we could target from League Two or was it just players from League Two I can't remember. But anyways, the, I came across this guy from um, Cheltenham called Mo Isa, Mohammed Isa, and he um he's like a I think he's twenty year old centre forward who they signed from Greenwich Borough and he got fifty goals in a hundred games. Craggy. Um, and they signed him. Oh. Nobody knew who he was. And then he got like 20 odd goals this season in his first season in the Football League. Well, that's what you want, isn't <laughs> it? That mold of players. I'm, not doing I'm just looking for tweets, man. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Same. I don't think you are doing that right now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's all I'm doing, for God's sake. Well, why would you low. go off my Twitter, which has all the tweets at your hand, mm-hmm. and rather than go on Twitter and. I don't know what because you're... I was just looking for a specific tweet like if you're going to interrupt the production of the show then leave <laughs> <laughs> let me do me thing I'm going to log out fight, soon fight, fight. Gonna... fuck you bro <laughs> read the tweets off fuck you bro yeah, I like that I'm to get a cat made with that one so, um, right, sorry in terms uh, yeah back to the question anyway more ice yeah, yeah. Sounds looks a good player, and he's and their fans reckon he's going to go to a championship or Premier League team. So I don't know if how how realistic that is, but I mean, well, you don't hear many reports about him, so it might be safe to assume that we could tempt them if no other clubs are floating around at the, mm. at the time. You know, like, like you say, we'll have, a, ago, can, we'll have a, a I'd imagine a very good budget by League One standards, and the prospect of maybe bouncing straight back up to the championship, which he would which would have been his destination otherwise. Yeah, you know, he'd have that momentum. He'd have another year of just. Scoring for that, fun under his belt, hopefully. That, that sort of player is what we need, though, isn't it? We need to, we need to make sure that um, we go out and sign players hungry to prove themselves, basically. Because mm. for like years and years now, especially recently, we've just signed names. Like I'm not saying Mott on Mott Wilson's a name, but he was a proven Premier League right. central defender on paper, really. the, alongside like Sean Cross. Yeah, pleased on the transfer podcast. And then you, but then you, then you look at the reasons for why West Brom let him go because he's. Uh, was it West Brom or Stoke Stoke. Stoke Stoke but he was at West Brom the season before Tony Pulis player um, perennial, perennially perennially I can't get the words out perpetually always always injured <laughs> um, and that's pretty much why we've got him same with McManaman really wasn't able to get into his flow because he he was so unfit when we got him what were you talking about Wilson yeah he was Matt a Wilson. Bournemouth 
Was it Bournemouth? Was it? it was Bournemouth, actually. Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. But he was, was at, wasn't he? Wasn't he at West Brom the season before we got him? On I thought I thought he was on loan at Bournemouth, and we got nah, him off Stoke. No, no, yeah, Connor's right. We got him off Bournemouth, we? but he but he had been on loan at West Brom the season before. Oh, Sophia, I thought you were talking about Manor. Yeah, sorry, but no, but the the, the uh, and like go back earlier, Luar Luar. These are players that were released for a reason, and we've kind of now just got to be like, all right, they've had a couple of decent seasons in the past, but we need to we need to sign players now who are going to actually be able to one play pretty much every game in League One without breaking down like most mm. ones where you've had the season have and two are hungry enough to succeed like what did Mark Wilson have to prove come to Sunderland like we, stop, we just need to stop signing players like that and signing injury prone players is, yeah. um, uh, is if we thought Mark Wilson and McManaman were bad though just wait till we saw Johnny Williams oh I forgot, I forgot about him it's a shame him though because uh, like, he is a good, a good nice Welsh lad as well but yeah. he's nice not made for contact sport. <laughs> no, he's no, not. He's not he should like... be playing fucking curling or something. Should be Shaquille O'Neal. Right, I've got a one here. Is gammon a racist term? Have we heard about the furor? I've got gammon. a clue what that means. Gammon is a is um is a word to depict a older gentleman of a certain colour who is angry about Brexit and tends to vote Tory, and they're getting called gammons, and now the Guardian are up in arms because it's racist. Well, I mean, if it's an insult based on skin colour, then it's a racial slur mm-hmm. by definition. So where we sit uh, on the gammon. Not that I've heard I've of it. Not heard of it. So I'm not, it's been all yeah. over. It's been like gammon songs and everything. Pork life and. Oh, I know. Presuming I know. that it is kicking about, then it would be a racist term by my understanding. But mm. I, I, I don't. What, has that been someone's question? Yeah. Oh. I uh, I don't know. I'm too busy doing uni work to track. Oh, they're going to be out doing you. Look at me, I'm doing you work and you're looking at you. Could you copy slurs while I, Bromley, research my yeah, actual yeah, words? Gets that in. <laughs> no, I, I've got no idea. I mean, if it if it is a nasty term, like then I suppose it is racist. Yeah, let's, let's just not be nasty. I'm not sure I understand it fully because like, I don't think it started as like a skin colour thing. I think that was just a coincidence. I would say I don't no. really like gammon that much. I love gammon, me. I, I blame like that ga- Barry Stanton GB account that was... <laughs> Aye, that was. But did you back. see? Did you see the follow up to that? The poor, the poor. Yeah, life? I felt well sorry for him to be fair. Like, like being, yeah, being hassled. Yeah, he was now over this account. Gav, have you got an opinion on the gammon? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'd like to hear the thoughts on padding the attendances out using season ticket holders who aren't attending. Do we think the club should be honest with how many people are actually attending matches? I think this is a um, this is an issue a lot of clubs go through at times. But I think they've just got to publish the statistics. Yeah, they do. As as they get them like that, I don't think they're intentionally padded. There's no like it's, it just goes on tickets sold. I don't know. Yeah, do do other clubs do that? Yeah, yeah. Do. It's, 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 it's universal, I think. Yeah, because you've you've got a. I mean, they will know the unofficial number because they have to know for like health and safety. For obviously, if there's a fire, then it'll count for everyone who's out. But mm. probably can be rogue reports, fire safety officer. I could be like <laughs> that's a joke. I could see that. Yeah, I could wear a hat. Soggy, but you need one. Yeah, good. No, I think I think. I can understand the frustration, but I don't really know what it would achieve because people would just be hammering more for our attendances if they were lower, which we don't know if how actually lower they are. Anywhere. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> well, know. Isn't it, it's a combination of tickets sold plus match day sales, isn't it? It's basically every ticket sold for match. I mean, they'll know at three o'clock how many tickets mm. are sold and they'll know the mm. attendance. So I, 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 I don't really, really care about that much, to be honest. Well, back, yeah. in the, back in the day, they used to tear your ticket stubs off, didn't they? And they used to count them all. Yeah. Yeah, they might. They used to have like a thing, 100 goes in, then they would. Put it in and a hundred and blah blah blah. So. Whereas now it's all scanned, so it should be easier to track in theory. Well, they will know. I mean, didn't we? I think can't remember. Was it Ian May? I told us it was eighteen thousand <coughs> there for the Villa game. The yeah, actual, might have been which was like eight thousand under what the official attendance yeah. was. But I mean, you could sort of even tell by the naked eye when the ground yeah. looks full and when it doesn't. 
No one believes we've got 27k, 28k there every week. Like you can tell by looking at us. I remember mm. when we played Derby on the opening day. It did actually look like pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. You know what it reminds me? It reminds me of when um, the cup attendances get announced. Obviously, cup attendances are every ticket sold is not part of your season ticket, so mm. they know exactly what the, the attendances are around that day, and they can't factor in season tickets. It's always like fifteen, sixteen thousand, and it the crowds now remind us of that. Mm. Know what I, I mean? still think it's a bit busier than that. Yeah, but back when we used to get forty odd thousand every week on a cup game, I would look around and be like, "Oh, you can, you could work out pretty much what it was." And now I, t- I turn up the home games now, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty much estimate what the crowd is today, just off the back of that, basically." I think so I, re- I reckon less than twenty thousand, like I think most yeah, weeks. What we should say is like it's the Sunderland support has been pretty amazing this year. I think, oh yeah, in I spite hate, of everything, yeah, I actually definitely. do hate hate having to talk about tenses. I think it's such no, it a mundane like pointless argument to have Newcastle fans are obsessed with talking about it but that's, and it it's seems like, like most of the away day culture in in football is obsessed about talk- yeah, it's every are. season well we took 10,000 of Villa on a midweek well you only took 8,000 your fans are terrible I'm, quietest fans I've ever heard <laughs> says Dave from Norwich it's I, know. Like, I'll tell you when it, I'll tell you when it bothers me most is like I think um, it was the anniversary of the Everton game when we won 3-0 like last week and there was, a, there was a video knocking about like oh two years ago today and honestly I just looked at that video and I, it wasn't necessarily just the crowd it was everything and I was like god it seems like oh, yonks ago that it was and the, the place well. was buzzing it was bouncing Coney scored that second goal uh, his first goal um, and the because everybody knew once we got that second we'd won the game and the place was absolutely bouncing, and I was just like, "It's a different world back then." Like, I and that, that's when it that's when it bothers me when I when I see what it was like not long ago. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of think, well, if we do well this season, it'll it'll get back somewhere close to that. I was stuck in Swansea for that game, and me and all of my mates watched it upstairs. I used to live above a Chinese restaurant, and I was going so ballistic that they had to like knock on the door and tell us to be quiet because I was disturbing the customers. It was my, <laughs> my only regret is that I wasn't there. I went out in Swansea. Yeah, just, I wasn't there either. I was in Sheffield. Yeah, I just this is the price of trying to better ourselves with missed moments. Like, yeah. I, I missed the I'm League that, Cup final. I, I see. That, I was there. Oh, well, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was every leg of that old, that um that old Trafford that uh, that League Cup um, run. That Everton game, I remember we did like a a joint thing with the LS to try and encourage people to wear colours, bring scarves, flags. Mm. It was class looking round because we made a big deal of it. Class looking round, everybody have the had the scarves and stuff. Like, remember when O'Neill was manager? Uh, and it was a big thing to have a scarf yeah, and wave it round yeah. above your head. It was a bit that like that. Chant. It reminds of it. Mm. it. It's it's good to see what successful football does to our fans. Actually, and, and, and that's only moderately successful. Football. Yeah, no. that's what's feeding off scraps, aren't we? I wish imagine it, if we won something. Imagine if we went through that like ninety nine two thousand sort of season now. Oh. Like I was so young at the time that I kind of really I went every it. game that season. But I was I was still really young. How old so. are you? What like. I was nine, I think. Yeah, yeah so nine, you're still not so old enough to like, properly yeah, appreciate. Yeah. Barely remember. I can remember us being good, but I can't remember the, the specifics. Oh, I really? can't remember Quinn or Phillips. But, oh, yeah, you're, you're but to me, yeah, to me, I the keen season, the keen promotion season, was like that because I missed, never miss a game that season. And like the first half of the season was really difficult because we were twelfth, thirteenth. Carlos Edwards came, in. and then he made like a couple of good January signings, and we just never lost. I don't think from February mm. onwards. Oh, that was awesome. I think next year, like if we. Uh, or steamrolling it, I think the crowd will be back up to thirty. Course, well, it's amazing how much like a good set of results will just galvanise the entire fan base. I mean, we've been deprived of wins for so many years, and like once that momentum's back, you know, it, well, if you know, obviously a big if we hit the ground running, mm. if we get the right manager who brings in the right players, and we do take League One like everyone's expecting us to, that'll do wonders 
that, like, that that'll we'll we'll wonder why we ever disconnected in the first place. You know, it'll be exactly. all the nightmare will be over in we'll, one fell swoop. We'll get swoop. called fickle as well, but all football fans are like, show me a football fan that isn't occasionally fickle. Any fan base now situation would be the same, if not worse. But I think it would be. Yeah, I think it would probably be worse. Well, that's an interesting like even debate in itself. Like Leeds United, you know, I think we would all say they're a big club, and Sheffield Wednesday they've donated too, and their crowds haven't held up even at this stage or ours has and ours has probably arguably been worse the fact it's been two straight bottom place finishes mm. and I think and we weren't really in it at all yeah we were uh, never ever yeah look I, I know we were always within touching distance but we were, we never ever actually looked like getting out of it did we at yeah. any stage I think that's the sort of thing like Stuart Donald will be looking at he'll know for a fact that if he can turn it around he'll be looking at a club that can play in front of 40,000 minimum every game if, yeah. the, if, the, if we were a team that was competitive again then you know that's what it is that's the market mm-hmm. for it you know, it's a big, it's a big market club. Mm. You know, there's not many of them in the country. Big city clubs that can have that sort of support with the ground that we've got. Sergeant Scooter Boy asks, "What's the best type of pie?" Uh, I said initially apple pie. Ah, because you answered the question. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but then he said he wanted savoury, so I went with chicken balti. I'm in complete agreement with you for once. No, you agree with chips and gravy as well. I like a, like a good old mince pie, me like or a, a meat potato. Me, no, no, steak so and ale. Trying to get Dickinson's on board. Hi. <laughs> They're not going to want us now. You got that name wrong. Yeah, well, I'll get it right next time. Alex, what did you say? Steak and ale. Steak and Straight at the point. No uh, nonsense. No the job. Bit meat and potato with red sauce on at the match. Nah. No. Problem with the bolty ones from the match, you get heartburn off them. Yes, you do. They do burn all the way down as well. I get that with Greg's. Like, I get Greg's, Greg's gives me really bad you know, heartburn. I think Milligan's is better than Greg's, you know. Yeah, I like Milligan's. I'm, I'm with you there. I think they do that sausage rolls. They only get four sausage rolls for like two the, the, the bacon and cheese uh, wraps are a bit, just a bit nicer. Milligan's would be a good spot North for the pod. Oh, right, oh. It's anybody? Free food? Are Milligan's um, North East best? There's one in... Well, there's one in I think there's yeah. one in Durham so. as well. I've not seen any in Sheffield. That's my barometer. I like mm. Millie's cookies. <laughs> That's people about the Sheffield. Okay. Uh, what other culinary mm-hmm. things have we got here? Ben Dawson says playoffs question mark, Brexit question mark, scones or scones question mark. I'm not sure which question. I think he means. He wants us to answer. I think he playoffs? wants to talk a little bit about the playoffs. Who's, what the current playoffs yeah, are? I think so. Who plays tonight? Derby and somebody? Derby Fulham. The first yeah. leg I've that was been, no I've second been, leg. I've been out the loop, mate. Derby won one nil. It was a terrible game. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard Derby were the better team though. Did we say that Ben Amos save? Oh, I saw that. It's lovely that one. Ben Aye. Amos, who was he play for? Didn't Coventry? He no, 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 no. It's um, he pulled off a hell of a save though. Hang was on. it David Priest was tweeting about? I've yeah, it's, I think it's is it Shrewsbury? <laughs> no, I've watched none of them. I've got no interest. I'm is just... it Rotherham? No. It's a League One club. I know that much. I've kind of just lost interest in there. What's going on? No, the thing is, watching over. it, uh, I was watching the the Rotherham Scunthorpe game. That he's, was a uh, he's on loan at uh, Charlton from Bolton. Oh, so from oh, great. Uh, I was watching that Rotherham game the other day, and I was I was actually quite impressed with the uh, the game. There was a goal. Uh, I think Scunthorpe's first goal was absolutely amazing. Like he done the man, put it through his legs on the wing, sprang down, played a wonderful through ball, and then he dinked the keeper. Nice, class goal. Nice. Just nice I went to the preseason game against Scunthorpe and the Bostos. I'm surprised we could come out with it. Was a, I think it was nil nil. Was that Ryder's first game? That, uh, that second, was Ryder's first. Wait, no. Second, no, he played at Bradford. Then he had a very good game that game, didn't he? That was the one where he was like two trials, baby on the head. And... He's two, no, no, that was the Bradford oh, was game. That the Bradford yeah. game? Yeah. He played. He played midweek against Scunthorpe after the Brighton, uh, Bradford game. I think mm. the Bradford game was his first. Like, cause I was out. I, I went to those two, and I remember being like, wow. <laughs> he looked naughty in both no, games. He made saves good. in injury time, which stopped us from getting beat. Or whatever I can't remember what the result was, but he, he played really well. I remember Lens 
scoring at Bradford. Uh, Jerry Lenz is class. No, Scunthorpe, Jerry Lenz absolutely battered that Scunthorpe, pre-season. Uh, like. Scunthorpe, though, and they were like really impressive. Good wingers, nice fast play. I thought, oh, they'll do well this season. And I think the we've been linked with one of last players, haven't we? Have we? The the winger, I can't remember his name. Oh like, yeah, I'm yeah. Do or something. I've, just on I another tangent, have you seen that? <laughs> See Graham Alexander there. He got sacked by I Scunthorpe, and he's, he's he? uh, yeah, he's took the sulphur job. What happened to the two lads that were there before? The, some differences between them and the board. Oh really? Because that was like last week. watching that documentary. That was like kind of on the back burner. The well, they got they got promoted this season. Yeah, they did. And then I think they sat down and They'll get couldn't. Somewhere else. I was actually talking to them. I went down with Blythe, and I was talking to their managers. Nice yeah. blokes. Name drop. Ah, he loves it, man. Um, right, <laughs> Brexit, question mark, what I was saying, Brom. I don't think Brexit will happen. Hot take, won't happen. It's not hardly a hot take, but... That is a bit of a hot take. <laughs> it's a fairly tepid take, that one, if anything. Yeah, really. <laughs> Alex, do you have any scolding takes? I think it'll happen, yeah, but I think it'll just be a long, arduous, boring process, and yeah. once it's gone through, all the jokes will be exhausted. And then... Are you for or against Brexit? Nah, f- for what it's worth, I'm against it. Mm, I'm against it, also. I'm a, I'm a Ramona... I'm, I'm one of these. I'm just. I just generally don't care. Like, do you know? I wish I did. Mm. Do you know? Like, get annoyed though. Like, you might have to pay for like your phone when you go to Spain now. No. You have to get like, a different passport. Go through a different check. Might no, need a visa. Go on holiday. Like, go on holiday like, once every two years. You get you get annoyed by like the um, like the little things where I get annoyed by the big ideological, like prospects of. No, I agree with that sort of stuff. I was just trying to identify with Gav's level because he seemed oh, like he right. didn't want to talk about politics. Blue, blue passport store yeah. lads. It's look on the bright side, are you? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mind a bit politics. I just break, like like Alex said, it's a bit boring and exhausting. It is, yeah. I, just, I, I, I kind of have vested so interest in politics. It's just it's a th- it's a thing you need to do. Vote. It's like right. I, I don't have a passion of brushing my teeth. I've just got to do it. I've got to vote. <laughs> you know, I, just, I don't I don't really care. Has anyone played football manager this year where it actually does Brexit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you have left the EU. Work permits will now be harder to come by. <laughs> Sick. You can't buy anyway. Yeah, it's I like get this year's football match. It was on last year's it's football. It's funny match because well. it's yeah. legally accurate. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's just annoying because you can't sign players within Europe. Exactly. Scones or scones or scones. Sorry, scones. Scone. Yeah, all in agreement because we're all not posh and from the northeast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your most agonising what if moment for Sunderland? For me, it's what if Yaya Toure shot wax off the bar in the Capital One Cup final. I think we'd have held them to 70 minutes and we would have won the final. I think, while I agree with a lot of that, I think it's when we played Spurs in 2001 and we were 2 up and we lost 3-2 and everything just seemed to tumble mm. down after that point. Didn't we do that against West Ham as well? Or was, it, was there a 2-2 under Reed or something where we could have been like top of Christmas or something? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think that was the same That's, that's a, a what-if moment. I think mine, I probably agree with that one, the one mentioned in the question, but another one's what if we'd appointed Sean Dyche instead of Dick Advocat? Oh. Could we have actually got Sean Dyche? Sean Dyche think? met the players. Did he? Yeah. That's a hot take, that one. Like, yeah. that is we, we all laughed. Take. What people were like, Sean Dyche, we've got Dick Advocat. We don't need this. Dyche met the players. That's how close that was. Short list of uh, manager of the season. I just, just, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know that. I wanted him at the time. I remember. I, I wanted him at the time because Dyche would have properly got this area. You just tell him he just knows. Nice. I've met him before. He's a nice guy. Oh, name dropping, yeah. <laughs> well, I well, I didn't do, I didn't do a, a kind of brilliant goal. Well, I was on media duties at St James's Park. I just met. You have just You've done just done it, though. I know. Putting no past us. Basically, you just confirmed you're a mag. So. <laughs> I'm a fuck. Loves the mags. You fucking live in Newcastle. I don't live in Newcastle. You live near enough. 
I live on the well. If I'm you a should, best, you bought a glad you should support. Well, my what if moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be good at this. Yeah, stuff. Uh, is when um, uh, it's probably the what if Roy Keane had signed more sort of grounded, likable lads instead of Juve and Chimbonda. Yeah, mm. apparently Chimbonda was alright. No. I mean, not according to Danny Higginbottom's. Was it Danny Higginbottom's? Nah, biography? N- nearly every. The one where he's like, he wouldn't hit the ball in training because he's wearing oh, braids. N- no, nearly every player Carlson we've interviewed. That was a Chris Brown. Chris nearly, Brown's nearly, yeah. nearly every player we've interviewed from that time thinks he was a knob. Mm. Well, there you go. Right. If, so, if it's more or less unanimous, then I'm prepared to take the word of the players. Yes. I remember I, was, I went to a talking with Niall Quinn once, and he, he he told this like brief story about how um, he was at the training ground one day and it was payday for the players, and Chimbonda was always late. He was always late for everything, and so he got loads of fines. And he walked up to Quinn and went. Boss, boss, and picked his pay packed up and just dropped in front of Quinn and went too light. <laughs> Seriously, I would have took his head off his shoulders if he'd done that no. in front of me. Like, do you do? But that's yeah, that's what he was like. Maybe he's a nice bloke now, but he was clearly a tool Pit, when he was a player. Is he still at Washington? I've got him on Snapchat. He um, he's always at the CrossFit gym in Newcastle somewhere. <laughs> nice. Well, so he, he must be. I don't know if he, he can't be too light. There. Clearly, so. Where day you're looking forward to most next season? Obviously, after England Stanley. Yeah. Rochdale, oh, Burton away again. Well, I see. I see. I'm looking forward to Atrington, but I, I don't think I'll get tickets for it because I don't yeah. have enough away games. It's mm. one, isn't it? The smallest ground in the football yeah, league. Yeah, you get uh, twelve hundred. I think, I I think I'm, small, I'm short of loyalty points. If I have four thousand, so chances are I won't <laughs> get one. Mm. But it, if I was going to go to any game, it would be that. But I yeah. actually, I actually think I'll look forward to more the the teams that we haven't played in a while. Well, we, we oh, don't even oh, never played. I was talking to Mark yeah. Metcalf about this the other day because he does the. Um, the, like the kind of reflective pieces on the site where, where he looks at the um, where he looks at the uh, the history of the clubs we're facing. He says like he's not going to be able to do one for Wickham because we've never played ever. No, yeah. played Wickham. I suppose Mon O'Neill might have we played Fleetwood. A... I've not. No, no, no. Fleetwood. We're going to have now to do. Bless. The thing is, I've got a mate who, from uni who's a Rochdale fan. Name drop. I know. A mate from uni. <laughs> yeah, sorry, did name drop. But he, all names. Like, this is like his greatest thing. This he kind of way to go to Stephen Light. He's been to Southampton before. They played them. The That's world. a real problem everybody, we're going to face every, next season. By everybody the way. else, but it's a yeah, problem. Yeah, well up for beating us at Stadium of Light. But you know what? Do you know what I actually Tim think the way to counter that is? Every team's going to turn up and play really defensively, trying to sneak wins. We just need to build an attacking physical Paddy team next yeah. season. Yeah. Paddy McNair and the bastards. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> every week, without fail. Yeah. Do you think he'll stay? That's probably a question. Yeah. I don't think he will. You know, I think he'll. Be I do. Unless, unless a. I think the problem is right is that he was injured for so long. Uh, I, mm. so. I know. I know he had a good run towards the end of the season, which kind of dispels a little bit of that. But I just think he was injured for so long. Teams are going to be wary of spending yeah. big on him. A lot of big spenders will be skeptical, thinking, right, we could take a chance on Paddy McNair, or we could look at the other options of around the same quality who aren't injured fairly yeah. often. And and as well, uh, our transfer window ends really early. I'm trying to take the first week of August. But if, mm. if a club are if a so, club are looking for a, a cut price player, someone that they can they know that's quality, but is a risk then you might get you might get somebody coming in he would be perfect for Cardiff uh, we said Burnley Burnley the other day we said no, was, Burnley was maybe Burnley, know, Cardiff, Burnley yeah. are quite good in the centre of the park I just think Cardiff it's type they've, of still got, they've still got Stephen Defoe haven't they mm. the Belgian yeah, the, uh, he doesn't play though they've got no, the Icelandic guy and all um, no. one of them Good, Goodmanson good, or uh, something they've got some good centre mids actually Gundarsson or whatever he's called plays for Cardiff the other one the Icelandic guy Aye, 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 aye. Next, um, next, yes, <laughs> let's go. Um, Mac and Q says, "I want a pre-done cops versus Bromley." Oh fuck, 
There's that one out pre-done. the window already. <laughs> a pre-done um, Cops versus Bromley, best Sunderland eleven, but don't share them with each other until the show. Well, we completely forgot to do that. Sorry. Never. We could put it in like podcast notes or something. I, I, I we could do it on Twitter maybe. Yeah, something like that. I will do it on Twitter. We'll do four. You do yours as well. Aye. Huh? Aye. Aye. For Aye. me, best Sunderland eleven on Twitter at some yeah. point. Aye. Aye. We'll, we'll 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 keep the content. That's set a deadline. Aye. Of. You're all getting so shit house. I can already conceive of my immaculate team. <laughs> no, I'll meet mine tonight. If it's, if it's tomorrow, I'll make sure <laughs> it's done. Um, Peter Frecker says, and quite rightly so, it would be good to give Julio Arco a little mention since he retired this weekend, top man. Yeah. Definitely in the One of my favourite players. And it says something about how popular he was in Sunderland <laughs> that he played more games for Borough and is still quite fondly remembered. And still only ever really gets associated with Sunderland yeah yeah no, it also you... highlights that Borough's not a derby because why would we care <laughs> if, it, if it was Newcastle would probably hate him I remember I remember it was only a couple of games in the season um, after he'd left I think I think it might you know what it is I think it might have been the West Brom game when Keane was in the remember when, Keane, remember when Keane was in the crowd the West Brom game yeah. beat them um, at home and that was the game before he took over I'm pretty sure because I've always sat in the southwest, and I'm pretty sure Ark, I was in a box behind us, mm. and the whole crowd was singing his name. So he just left to go to Borough. I'm, I met him recently. I think I met him in the summer. Name drop. When I was I when I was I was <laughs> I was DJing more more name dropping, um, and he walked in and I, I spotted him. So I thought, oh fuck it, I'll play a song. So I played a song. I can't, what what is it now again? What's it called? Gold by Spandau Ballet. That's the one, Spandau Ballet. And I played it, and like he was, he like, he looked straight over and came over and shook my hand and got Did a photo he? with us. It was, it was class. He was a really nice guy. I went to talking with what he'd done at Whitburn a couple of years ago, and um, we went like out in the town after, and he was in the smoking area. Gatsby's just handing tabs out. Was he getting it, boy? <laughs> He's classy as well, like especially at that level at the um the, the level South Shields are at. Like, He's nice operator, isn't he? Well, I read the statement from the the Shields chairman. They were pretty good that he didn't want to stay mm. on. Like, mm. I think it's the travel. He's got like a young family. Yeah, yeah. And um, they've, they've travel travelled loads. Place, yeah. I think they had like a travel. They had a trip to North Wales this season. Oh bloody hell! Um, Who'd want to go can't there? remember something key. Can't remember. Connor, anyway, is it Connor's key? Something like that. Yeah, uh, maybe. The, the, that, yeah, they key. had to play a game it in is. Wales, anyways. <laughs> um, mm. And next season, I think it goes even further afield because obviously the the league below the Conference North. No, two below. No, not league below the Conference North. How? Northern Premier League. That's you get promoted out there. Go oh the shit! I because they went up. I uh, fucking hell. Do you want to be a sports journalist? You cover Blythe, who played in the Conference North <laughs> like two years ago. It's a bit. I don't. Cool. I still, yeah. still down there. Premier League. Yeah. No. No. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So I uh, Julio Legend. Like my favorite as a kid. Like I was one of I my. I'm on the back of all my tops, and I don't know. Just it was the number as well. It's like the number thirty-three. I think Mickey Gray had it before him. For a bit, I... it was great. It was we went through a spell where like half decent players all wore thirty three, and then Catamol got it. Th- <laughs> yeah, Catamol was good. We had thirty three though for the, the yeah. Great Escape season. Uh, he was, uh... Yeah, but yeah, all, that's a bygone era. I would love to get him on here. I think he's he actually I spoke to him not long ago, and he said he would like. He's been on Wise. I think he's done a couple of the Wise Men Say Live shows as well. Yeah, I, I actually. Well, what it was is another peep behind the wall. Like, but we struggled to get people together last week, and. Like I went rushing around trying to find guests for the show and I messaged Julio and he said he won't be available Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays are not good for me in the afternoon. And I said, well, we'll record the, usually record on a Monday and uh, we'll get back in touch in a few weeks, maybe hope you're well. And he went, okay, not a problem with a thumbs up. Oh, so awesome. we, we might nice even get more Julio on the well, side. That's as good as confirmed, man. really. Oh, I guess signed. For the report. That would be good. Um, we have a question from James Nichols' mate, J Dizzle T-Dog. I think this is Johnny Thornton that got punched in the face at Leeds. 
Um, so he's name drop. He's probably still fuming about that. He says, "How will Kaz fare against England in the World Cup?" I think he probably do well. I think well he's had a well. good season. Very good just season. against England, like well, just in general. I'm sure. I'm sure he means in general. But he says His season's tailed off. You know, I read an, like he had an article the other week uh, where he was getting criticised for maybe that's deliberate because they were kind of just mid-table. They were just there, weren't mm. they? Yeah, so and then, then he responded by like playing really well at the weekend. Mm. I'm sure he'll do um, all right. Or confident players, tricky players against England's backline will. I just, I just think they're gonna. The, the only thing that might stifle them. They play quite defensive against England. Um, he'll be the outlet, won't he? Yeah, so. I think he's been playing centre forward this season. So, high false nine sometimes. But it would be typical. I remember, remember when Asamoah Jan played for Ghana oh, against England and scored. Everyone, everyone celebrated in Sunderland, which was hilarious. I did. I was like, yeah, get in. He scored and then realised what he played. Done. He played like Drogba. He was unbelievable that night. <laughs> it's phenomenal. There was loads of Ghana fans there as well. It was, it was class. Right. So probably quite well. Aye, aye. Um, <laughs> did anyone see Jack Rooney's goal? Oh, oh I, it. I didn't realise he was out on loan from where Napoli's Kiev or that's who he scored for against his old team Bologna mm. who we loaned him to yeah see that that could have been a what if couldn't it what if Jacarini at Sunderland worked you know what What if there was, a, there was that spell wasn't there when he played behind Conor Wickham and did quite well right. Do you remember feeling it maybe yeah. the Confederation Cup before he like ju- I think he just signed or he was just about to sign was that when we were in that storm. tournament and then like him and Cabral were like world beaters or something no, are you, are you not thinking? No, you're thinking I'm thinking of the Cabral. Asia Trophy, aren't yeah. I? No, no, this was for Italy, wasn't yeah, it? Was Italy. Nah, yeah, I remember. Was that the same Asia Trophy that Ryan Noble scored a fucking really impressive goal in under Martin O'Neill? 1 3 2 against somebody, I. Yeah, yeah. I know, no, I know what you're talking about. He, um, it was when Conte was the Italy manager. Because Antonio I, Conte loves Jack Arini. He's like, no. He was played him a lot in the Euros. He wasn't going to go to Chelsea. Wasn't yeah, well, that, that was rumors? a rumour, I. But uh, he signed him, f- he played under him at UV. He's like a proper. Hard work and so we could have had Jackarini and Alonso and Conte. That that would have worked nicely. <laughs> um, I'm struggling for questions here. Like Adam Curry says, should we embrace success from the distant past or does it just distract from recent problems? I think he means recent. Hey, there's nothing wrong with sort of you know bringing up good stuff that's happened at the club as long as you don't live vicariously through achievements that are God knows how far away. You know you've got to look towards the future, but you know there's nothing wrong with the odd the odd on this day. I sort of agree. Thing, I think you know. you've got to cast an eye back to the past. It's all about moderation, really, isn't it? Especially when a club like, for me, history, the history of Sunderland is crucial at the moment because without the history of Sunderland, then the club doesn't really have much identity at the moment. No, that's true. true. I think we were talking the other week about like how we'd want a Sunderland team to play in like an ideal world. I think that's all interlinked to that, isn't it? The yeah, identity I of the club and the city and the place. Interlinked with it being um, a traditionally hard-working area in terms of gritty manual labour I think people want to see that reflected that's why Sunderland fans can forgive a player not being so talented but if you come and you you don't put the work in then that's that's even worse case in point the Wolves again Mark Wilson made a class tackle he's been crap all season Wilson puts this big tackle in the whole place lifted just want to say a bit of effort and they want to say like there's so many times a season when we've been in games where it's been hanging in the balance and all it would have took was for the extra 10% to come out of a player. No. A big tackle, a, a lung-busting run down the wing. And that's been the problem for years. That's something that's why, we, that's we why one more so adored. Well, it is. And it, it for years and years and years, we haven't had a squad who do that, who give everything. One run a game. Larson used to do it once every game. <laughs> he used to run and press the back four and then try and get it. But you know what I mean? It's like, no, we, it's... We've, we've had a... We've, it's been a long time since Sunderland had a squad who give everything for a sustained period. Not just the towards the tail end of the season when we're going to get relegated. I mean, like, from the start. 
and that's what people want to see. They want to they want to turn up at the stadium and they want to see a team try. Like we can forgive mistakes. There was plenty of mistakes in that Wolves game, but you wouldn't have known it because we were three 0 up. Everybody was happy, even though we'd just been relegated. By the way, like I just I I think you you look at you just look at how badly we've done in recent years, and you think it wouldn't have took a lot to even just start to turn a corner. Mm, we no, would no. we would have took a mid table finish this season at the start of the season. I would have had it. You know? so if you given me ninth with a, with a manager that started an entire season, I'd be like, I. I thought that's so, thing, something to something to start with, you know. It's kind of why I want to see us in the summer with this um, once takeover happens. I want to just see us make a statement with the manager, back them with enough money to get what promoted, and target the right type of players. Like stop buying injury prone mm, has been jobbers. Stop buying midgets. Actually, go out and make a point with signing a striker. Yeah, but that's it, though, isn't you know, it? Like if you look so at simple, if you look at every if you look at every single player we signed last year. Every single one of them had some type of fundamental flaw that just stopped them completely from being an actual completely good right. player. You know, you've had that either be signed under, you know, like a, a, a terrible deal, i.e. Lewis Graben, you know, if he plays well, hope he's off. You'd have players yeah. who just aren't good enough, like James Vaughan, injury yeah, prone, Lawal Williams. Williams. Yeah. You know. It's, it's been like that for a long time, though. We, we always, I've said this before, we always look at who can we get rather than who wants to come here or who would fit it's always been it's always been kind of panicked there's been no coherent strategy like philosophies are a word banded around in football quite often but you do need that kind of those norms and ideals if you're going to run a football club we do now just, more than ever. just throwing shit at a wall is not it's not going to stick you need an ideology that your club operates on essentially yeah, yeah. What, what we need sorry connor what we need to do is not have what we've had in recent years where a different man just come in each summer and rip the thing up. Aye. We need to have, a, similar to what happened at Southampton for a long time, we need to have a structure there where it doesn't matter if a manager leaves, it doesn't matter if a player leaves, we're not panicking to replace them, there's not a complete overhaul because we're actually built on a set of principles which uh, the club are known by. And I'm not just saying like we need to play a certain brand of football and we need to do this. We just need to be able to recover easily from setbacks because yeah. as a League One club we're going to have plenty of them oh, we're going to have plenty of interest for our best players this summer for instance from teams that last year you would have laughed at if you thought they're going to take our best players well it's going to happen no. because that's what happens when you're a League One club and yeah you need some you need like a certain degree of just stomach really to take the fact that you know things that for a, a club of our stature would be otherwise humiliating but you've just got to sort of suck it up and move on and get promoted you know like well we could start well easily and win four or five games and then go to Gillingham and get piped 4-0. Mm. That could happen. We, we, can, we can move on as well as, like, uh, certainly from players leaving. That that doesn't bother us because the club remains. And we've moved on from the likes of Darren Bed going. We've had oh, Jean, Jean going. Day. But we're just, we're, like, for instance, Watmore and McNair, right? Say they don't go in the summer, but they have a good season up till January. They're going to go in January. Yeah. And what we need to do is, like, look at what we can do if that happens and... For and have, have we, and it's not just for this them. season and the short term. It's for, like, the next three, four, five, six years. Swansea and to be fair to um, Southampton done it really well I know Swansea have just went down they've totally went away from that what they were all about yeah exactly mm. but like Southampton for years have sold their best players mainly to Liverpool and managed to replace them uh, you know? I remember reading a book called Socceromics which is quite good and Leon, when they were really good back in kind of like the early 2000s they always used to have a succession plan and they always used to have the players signed and identified before they actually sold on so you'd be in and around the squad then you don't have that stupid kind of settling in period where you've got a rush around everybody knows you've got some money in your pocket so you end up paying over the odds for somebody you don't want anywhere it's better just to have them there Burnley do it Burnley I think do you, it you well. need to have like that academy structure don't you I think that's how Southampton's done it they've 
got such a good academy system and even system. signing players like Bertrand to replace yeah. Shaw. But, but you've just made Klein. a good point there, Burnley. Burnley lost yeah. Heaton for the entire season. Nicole. It was the best best keeper in the league. Lost a centre forward to Watford and lost Michael Keane at centre half. Three best players. I forget gone. about Michael Keane. And they've managed to finish seventh yeah, and get a Well European they're not favourites for relegation, Burnley. Yeah. Well, but they did it years ago with Austin. They lost Austin at QPR mm-hmm. when they came I think when they came down. Danny, Danny Ings have lost. But the thing yeah. is is Burnley Just, isn't about singular players, it's about it's the whole about that team. Man. And it's about what the manager can do. The manager is what holds that club together. Sean Dyshman yeah. could have had him. Right, we've got another question here. Um Gaza Field again. Graham Field. Did Connor Bromley work all day on his birthday? No. I forgot it was Connor's birthday the other day. Oh, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Didn't bring any cake in. So I remembered. Oh, shit, there's no sweets. There's no sweets. Either. I said happy birthday on Twitter, so. You did. But you call it bald, really. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just basically was like, happy birthday. It's more aside. of a commiseration, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was that. affectionate. Come on, come on. No, I had a, had a good day. Good. What did you do? Uh, uh, my sister came over the house. My mum made pizzas. Mm. Had caramel shortcake. Did you, did you have a drink or any kind of head? No, no, because I had to drive to Beth's like at nine, ten o'clock last night. Did you not went to the a... beach. Went walk down Blythe Beach. That was fun. So no alcohol involved at all. No, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Don't live my life by alcohol. You're you a Mormon. <laughs> and if I am, you could be a Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> you could be. I think you might. I could be. be. I'm not. I'm not from Utah, so that's no, true. You could be a Mormon if you're not from America, can't you? Yeah, but they're famous for it, isn't it? It's Mitt Romney. Yeah, I know, but you could still be a Mormon. Well, I'm not a Mormon. I am <laughs> not religious. I have not been christened. Did you? How old are you? 24 now? I'm 24, yeah. Wow. Middle-aged. And I feel like happy 40th now. <laughs> <laughs> like, pains in the arse. To be fair, that's like two extremes here because you've got Alex, who's like very baby-faced, looking very young, and yeah. then Connor, who... I'm just rugged. ...is wearing uh, his years. I'm only 15, you know. <laughs> Right, I think that concludes because we've gone through like a lot of these questions and we've covered a lot of ground. I think and we've went over an hour solid. I we are. actually we'll answer this last one because it's quite a good question. Actually, I've just seen it. What's your thoughts on this documentary at the Sol this year? Hard to put a positive spin on a double relegation. Um, I know this was happening loads in the nineties with the teams that had been doing shit: Doncaster, Luton, Peterborough, and England. Or either Graham Graham Taylor one, like uh, England one, was terrible, wasn't it? Um, remember pe- Premier Passions with us etc that should be interesting to see um, what's going on but we don't know if it's going to come out do we? it will well, it must I would well. like to sign a deal with Netflix the so thing is with that right it's by the time it comes out we're going to be in a total new era at the club I think it'll still be so, very interesting though. no that's what I mean but it, it's not going to be embarrassing because we're going to be like well we've moved on from that uh, if we still had sh- if we still had short and burn and it would have been a bit the saving oh. grace is, is that it's being produced by a bunch of Sunderland fans so yes, you, would, you would like to think they're not going to paint us in a bad light you'll, get, a, you'll get the fairest representation you can hope for really. it's going to be like any story there's going to be goodies and baddies isn't there and oh, you know who Martin the baddies Bain, are going to be. Yeah. Let's just sit back and watch it. I think it's going to be fascinating. Big bad bit. To, to be honest, Premier Passions is like one of the best watches ever. <laughs> I fucking love it. Even though even though we get relegated, I, I think it's class. I always used to watch it before the Newcastle games. This I, is a play. Can I just can I just say this because you've just reminded something that I've wanted to ask for ages. If anybody out there has got the follow up to Premier Passions and would like to upload it online and give was us a link, follow up. Yeah, it was called Premier Pressures, and it was from the season after. When the, it was a one off episode. And I've, I remember seeing it on a VHS tape, like on the away trips like years ago, when they used to have video players on the coaches. Yeah. They used to stick it on to away games, and it would be all the episodes back to back, and then Premier Pressures. Reckon, and I've never seen it since I was a kid. I I've reckon, looked everywhere. And I, I reckon one of the wise men say lads might have it because they've always got the videos on and the peacock upstairs. Well, if anybody's got Premier Pressures, let me know because I would love to watch it. I'm sure most people would. All the Premier Passions. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's well, it was the season after, so the season we won the league. Yeah, yeah. There's Kevin a, Phillips. There was a documentary Sky used to have on 
and it was I think it was 2000 2001 it was about 45 minutes I've never seen that since it was Peter Reed and you went in the dress room, dressing that, room and went around the they? stadium and all sorts you remember what it's called no, nah. nah. I just remember watching it. Premier Pressures was mint because that Premier Passion series was about was about us getting relegated, and then the season after, obviously, we had such a good one. season, and it was like a good follow up. And I could, I've never seen it since I was a kid. It I definitely happened. It, like I remember it, and it was called I'm, Premier I'm Pressures. Fucking, I'm a little bit excited, but a little bit good at the same time. One that it's like someone it's, will it's have out it. There someone will have it. I haven't seen. Occasionally, they crop up on like it's eBay, be like all the episodes on a DVD. I for might like have two to put quid. like a, 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 a so, put a written play out on the scour CEX. You never know. There's got to be someone out there listening to this. Videos anymore? Of course. There's got to be someone out there listening to this who's got somebody that. will have. Does my head in that we can't like get the old three or four goals and that like you just can't get them anywhere? Can you? To watch them, you can like watch it. There isn't like a it's season review. Was there was a season review DVD out? Nah. There was a four or five, and then it's a damn disgrace. Slack shot. No, just reminders of nothing to do with it. Eh. Do you remember the PC game? It was like Sunderland manager. manager. That was class. From that season. Yeah, it was Sunderland club manager and it was like a football manager game Mate, for that season. I remember the front. Aaron Martin Stewart on the cover. I remember the club manager games. Because I think I had Real Madrid manager for the PS2 or something. I think no, I got, you got club football. I finished no. I finished eighth oh, in the I Premier League football. or something in my first season. I got promoted and then finished eighth and got sacked. Oh. Yeah, they did used to sack you. Know, yeah, they used to sack you for the no game was over. That's a bit fucking harsh. Aye. You didn't get watch the games on that. It wasn't like football manager. It was just like a... I used to play it all the time when I was a kid, though. Yeah, I did too. That's mm. good. Well, on that note, we'll probably end it for today. Um, what have we got coming up? Oh, we, really, oh we need to do a Robert Report TV, don't we? That'll, that'll come next week. Aye, cause We've got that game coming up at Stadium of Life. I should, when's that again? I might bang oh, the tweet people out them, yeah. People want to know who'd like won. Uh, Somebody what? tweeted us asking who'd... Oh, aye, who won the Daffer Cup? Tommy Hill, I can't remember. It was like 10 people. We have got a squad list, though. Yeah. So is that all done? But if anybody wants to come and perv on us... Who's going to really bad at football? Who's going to write the match report? Then I will work it out. Well, I'm, I mean, we could, I could do like a retrospective one yeah. the day after or something. Uh, Somebody needs to wear like a GoPro. Basically, right? Give yourself a cheeky nine out of ten. There's like <laughs> a load of report writers and then a load of competition winners going to play on the pitch, courtesy of Daffabet. The hallowed turf. Yeah. So people, if they want to come and watch us, half past three kick off on Bank Holiday Monday, the twenty eighth of May. I think we're all going after. And you can just you just come half an hour half an hour before the game. You can enter through the main stand. Come watch us be really bad. <laughs> like, just, we're literally we, we criticise footballers. Well, I know. So, this, this, yeah. We'll probably have tires. Any of the Sunderland players want to turn up and tires Brown slay us? Why don't we make a couple of predictions? Uh, who do you think is going to be the surprise? Well, me and me and you're on the same team. Well, I've actually We've, played with some of them because that the could go one or two ways, uh, though. Really, like no, me, me and Brom work well on the same team together. I'm a bit more, I would say, sturdier defensively. Well. The last time, awesome last time we done this, we got hammered off a team of ringers from ELS. So just getting that out there. Name drop. But this this, <laughs> <laughs> this, no, but this time, did, this time did they have was, some uh, like league fucking two fold and kid, the kid in goal was Morpeth Town's keeper. Did I thought mm. they had like, it was just all just Northern League players. Did yeah. they have a girl then, the, Yeah, she was not that long. But I remember when we played, there was like a couple of good players, and I'm not going to tell you who they were. I know what it. Oh, I reckon. Well, Ro- oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, that's interesting. You've probably seen them all playing. You've I reckon Rory Fallows. Fallows oh, funny that, isn't it? Nah, I mean Rory about in the same boat. Like oh, pretty yeah. average. We were just there for sure. Ah, just there to play. But um, I think I think Dan Park as a player, like he plays Sunday League. Who's he on? Is Damien coming for? Yeah. Uh, Who's been training his lungs by smoking loads of weed recently? <laughs> Tremendous. He <laughs> <laughs> said that's how I'm getting fit. Stamina. So it'd be interesting. Ninety-minute match as well. Fuck. Well, I think, I think, it's, I think it's, you'll, you'll get about sixty minutes. Really. 
I'm if, fresh off the Sunderland 10k like I'm sitting pretty. <laughs> ah, you've got, he's got the shirt on there. Right. Cool. Hey, did you do the Sunderland 10k? I certainly Didn't did. Know. Do you know what that really pissed me off because my mum was going to drop us off at work and I may as well have just walked because I couldn't get anywhere near the city centre. Oh, it was absolutely. Well, I had no idea it was on and then I had to go B and Q and then oh, they were just clearing man. up. They were clearing everything up, so I just missed it. He loves B and Q. That's like just being I was there four Q. times yesterday, outside, man. Doesn't he, man. I was there four times yesterday. I've got a piece of two B one. Me car, if you want to see it. That's not a euphemism. Come here, kiddies. See me plank You massive plank. Oh god! Right. Anyway, that's uh, that's a wrap. I think it's been over an hour. Bloody hell! Who's got the biscuit? Over Who's got the biscuit? Right. Thanks for listening. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out the site for all the latest content, transfer news, such like hot takes. All good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us, lads. No problem. I'll, I'll be probably next week, maybe or week after. I will. Well, I've got a few. Well. Just to end. It's mad, it's mad when you do oh, Just to end. When you round it up and then just Bromley keeps talking. Right. It's a hot well, take. Really, really, really. of every temperature have been had on the Golden Report podcast. <laughs> some point in the next couple of days, I think the takeover will be done. So, <laughs> happy days. So, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon by next takeover. week we'll have something very interesting to talk about. So, we'll probably will be back. Very good. Class, right. Thanks for listening. Gosh. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.